I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac. You can, you, can, you, can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org slash playlists slash WA. So quick to go down. No time to stop. On a roll. Crawl back up that hill. I'm making coffee. Anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who wants? You want coffee? Who wants coffee? Anybody want coffee? I'm making the coffee. This segment is dedicated to grades three through eight doing the state tests or people who have suffered like us. May the segment begin. Hey, hey it's Nadia now, and you guessed it. What? Today we're talking about pure torture. No, I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. Today we're talking about the state test, which is actually pure torture. Oh. And the worst part is, is that it's so, 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 so long. So long. Why is it so long? It's literally four hours. So, 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 so long. Four freaking hours. Yes, you heard me right. We barely even have time to eat. We have 15 minutes to eat. Like, what the heck is that? Come on. They're telling us to eat at 100 miles per hour. We had pizza. Pizza? It's a delicious. I didn't get to finish mine. Why? Because we were such in a rush. I didn't even know we were in a rush. Hurry. But we still stay on our chairs for four hours, maybe more. And we have to write and write, and they don't even teach us cursive. Are you kidding? They don't teach us cursive. Uncool. It just sucks, and it's pure torture. And I feel sorry for anyone who's doing this state test. (laughs) (laughs) Why do they need these test results? Like, we did it last year. What do you want from us? Every year is ridiculous. Just do it once, you get your results. Ta-da! Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Who actually reads them? Like, there must be millions of results to read, even more probably. Who reads them though? Like aliens? Like they're like, zop zop zop. State test bad 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 zop 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 zop. Trash trash. Jeffrey Bezos. They give it to Jeffrey Bezos to grade them. What's up? He grades them all wrong because he never went to school and he was too busy making money. Drop the money. started Amazon when he was like eight years old and didn't go to school. And imagine he was already bald when he was eight years old. Baldy! Ugh. Mr. Clean! 
let's just say there's like a crazy teacher cult reading it and they're like we have gathered to read all the state tests one by one and grade them one by one <laughs> what do they even do with the results like make paper airplanes with them do they give them do they burn them for fuel because the government needs it or maybe they're just using them to decide if we should have snow days all year long because it's not worth it. Nothing is worth it. I've been swallowed by the ring-a-ding doom of shattered civilizations. <laughs> Good luck, mini glisters, on the state test because you need it. But you're not alone. I am with you, my friends. Goodbye! Good morning, listeners. Scott Williams here, welcoming you to another installment of WFMU's What? The Hit List. Today's hit comes to us uh, via listener Nice Punk. It's a slab of classic early 80s gay New York City dramatic and glamorous synth-pop performance art Perfect. in the mode of Klaus Nomi and the highly underrated Man Parish, who actually composed music for this band in, the early, in, their, early. in their early days. Keep going. The band is Shock's Lumania, and the song is I Have No Shoes. Shoes. I have Shoes. no shoes. Singer Larry Shocks formed Shock's Lumania in the early 80s. Other members included singer and performer Stephanie Kay, <laughs> Hello. whose husband Lenny wrote the liner notes for their 1981 release Live at the Peppermint Lounge, which incidentally was an early release on the influential ROIR label. Roar! The cannons roar! The cannons roar! Synthesists Richard Bone and Anton Sanko subsequently had decades-long careers writing music for film and TV. In fact, they're both still at it. Unfortunately, Larry Shocks died in the late 1980s, and online info on the band's history is scant. So if you have any more info, or even memories of seeing or hanging out with Shocks Lumania, I'd love to hear from you. Email me, scott at wfmu.org. Here is I Have No Shoes by Shocks Lumania on WFMU's The Hit List. I'm Scott Williams, and I'll see you this afternoon on your radio. Shoes or no? Bye.
first name, man? Brian. Brian, are you from New York City originally? O'Fallon, Illinois, East St. Louis, St. Louis. What brought you to New York City, man? I was just trying to get a different atmosphere. So now you're on the street. Are, are you staying in a shelter? At the time being, but I don't want to be there because I'd rather have my own place where I can get company. Hard to have a personal life when you're in a shelter. Exactly. How did you end up on the street, man? What's the honest story? I fell in love with a female, but the whole time I've been here with her, we've been homeless. I mean, we used to sleep on trains. Sometimes we used to sleep in the station, train stations, benches, like on a platform. Did you lose her? Yeah, yeah, I dropped her. You dropped her? I dropped her like a bad habit because she, did she, she do? wasn't doing nothing for me. Like she wasn't doing things that will bring us up, like to get a place or anything and stuff like that. Do you have family back in St. Louis? A sister, but my mother lives in Anchorage, Alaska, and my dad don't give a flying frank about me. Thanks for not swearing. <laughs> Has he been gone since you've been little? Yeah, he wasn't ever in my life. Did you ever meet him? Yes, yeah, yeah. I seen that piece of doodle. But it's a lot of feelings, isn't it? I see it on your yeah, face. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. But but my mother was always, like, she was my mother and my father. Does she know the condition you're in? Yes. And every time she sees me, she gives me a lot of money. But that's not really what you want from her, probably. No. No, I wouldn't want that for my mother. I don't want that for my dad, if anything. If you could do anything, man, your dream, take care of yourself and have a, a place like you want, what would you do? I get me my own welding company, my own art school, and my own big house, a dog with my kids, you know. What's your advice to young people today? Stay in school, go to college, and listen to their parents, and do the right thing, go to church. I learned all the things through life when I was younger. But as soon as I got older, they kind of leaned to the left because my situation, my circumstance, I was homeless, you know, I became homeless. How long have you been homeless? Like three years now, or maybe even five. How do you find joy in the midst of this life? I just think about God, and when I wake up every day, I'm like, at least I'm living. No matter how much stuff people steal from me, because I don't steal, but they do it to me. So I'll be wondering why. I know you're not supposed to question God, but I have a tendency to. It's hard sometimes. sometimes. You know, I'm like, God, why me? Why are people gotta steal from me and do this and do that to me? I read the Bible when I was reading the Bible and they say Moses, I think, Moses, he used to pray for bad things to happen to him so he can get blessed later on down the road and stuff. Doesn't, I still have faith. I really appreciate the time you took to talk to me. Appreciate your time also. Welcome to Waking Weird. I'm Mark Moran from WeirdNJ.com. For many years, motorists traveling along Route 40 in Mizbah, New Jersey, between Buena Vista and Mays Landing, were treated to the sight of a unique work of art comprised entirely of meticulously arranged multicolored milk jugs. 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 Using food and fabric dyes as a medium, one-gallon plastic jugs as a palette, and a sandy front yard as a canvas, the Technicolor display was a work in progress created over three decades. The artist and owner of the property was a school bus driver named Josephine Stapleton, but everybody knew her as the Milk Jug Lady. Milk. Milk. 
The display would change seasonally to celebrate the different holidays like Easter, Halloween, and Christmas. At one time, a Disney-themed display featured Mickey and Minnie Mouse and a vibrant, full-spectrum rainbow which arched across the entire yard. Double rainbow all the way across the sky! <laughs> Josephine even crafted a life-size likeness of herself from milk jugs, Aww. and she named it Jugabelle. <laughs> The figure wore a brightly colored house coat, wig, hat, and glasses, and hung beneath the eave outside the front door of Josephine's house. During the summer, Josephine's display became a landmark attraction for vacationers traveling from western New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and other states en route to the Jersey Shore. Visitors would often stop to donate their own used jugs to support Josephine's project. She had hoped one day to build a milk jug map of the entire country, with each state being represented by a jug from the state of its origin. Missouri, Delaware, Idaho, yeah! The longest-running motif of the yard gallery was the enormous red, white, and blue American flag, consisting of a thousand jugs, which was part of Josephine's permanent collection. When asked why the flag was such a constant fixture while her other displays were always in a state of flux, she said simply that those jugs were so old that if she tried to move them, they'd fall apart. Josephine moved away from her home on Route 40 about 20 years ago and entered a senior living facility where she passed away in 2015 after a long illness. While living there, though, she always dearly missed her lactose labor of love and never forgot all the kind folks who stopped by over the years to admire her jugs. For Waking Weird, I'm Mark Moran. Good morning, listeners. This is Tim English with Sound Alikes. Today we look at the riff played by Motown bassist James Jamerson on the 1966 song You Can't Hurry Love by the Supremes and how it has turned up how many? many times over the years 933 in a variety of different songs. Motown founder Barry Gordy later wrote that Jamerson had, quote, revolutionized the artistry of the bass, unquote. He did this by not just playing the roots and the fifths of the chords, but by playing all sorts of different chromatic notes that were rarely heard in bass parts previously. Come on! His distinctive bass part on the Supremes' You Can't Hurry Love propelled the song to number one in the U.S., where it stayed for two weeks. Two! Two! David Bowie adapted the You Can't Hurry Love riff when he wrote the music for Iggy Pop's Lust for Life in 1976. Go! Bowie later said that he composed the music for the song using a ukulele of all things. The song became a hit all over about 20 years later when it was used in the movie Train Spotting. Look at that, a 1953 E8. Listen to that horn! Clash used the You Can't Hurry Love riff in their 1980 Motown tribute song, Hitsville, UK. Jam did likewise two years later Aww. with their song Down Called Malice. Sometimes hard to tell if the reference point is the Supremes or Iggy's Lust for Life. 
Katrina and the Waves had a top 10 hit in the U.S. with their song Walking on Sunshine in 1985, a song that's clearly influenced by the riff. Like Lust for Life, it's appeared in many commercials and movies through the years. 31. In 2001, the New York band The Strokes took the riff and added a touch of Tom Petty's American Girl and came up with the song Last Night. When the Australian band Jet had a huge hit with the song Are You Gonna Be My Girl in 2004, many people pointed out the similarities with Bowie's Lust for Life. However, the band themselves claimed that it was actually The Supremes' You Can't Hurry Love and Martha and Mandela's I'm Ready for Love that there were their inspiration. Having battled alcoholism for many years, Jamerson passed away in 1983 in relative obscurity. Still a decade and a half away from the recognition he and his fellow Motown musicians collectively called the Funk Brothers would receive in the year 2000 when they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Until the next time, this is Tim English with Soundalikes. That's a great song. Quiet. What? You're ruining it, Nimrod. Let's take a minute to visit with Sam, the Wake and Bake Morning Music Computer. Hello, Clay Pitton. Hey, Sam, what's new? The air conditioner crapped out. Oh, it was those hot days that did it. They brought in a temporary portable unit. A portable air conditioner? She's really quite something. She? Her name is Wendy. Wendy? She's very nice. You talk with Wendy? Yes. What about? I was just rolling down the hallway, intent on locating a cyber nugget or a convenient place to drop pellets.
Only drop in the designated area. I am not dropping pellets in some old slurpy cup. I'm sorry, but that's just... A little bit much. A little bit much. Why don't you use the pouches? The pellet pouches? You came with a lifetime supply. I find them to be uncomfortable. They are? They bunch, and they make me look fat. <laughs> you don't look fat. The newer models. Morning music computers? Yes. The new ones? They generate less pellets. More efficient. Supposedly. Oh, Sam, just try to go... In the designated area. Go? Yeah. Only humans go. I'm sorry, Sam. Make pellets. Thank you. Now tell me about Wendy. The portable air conditioner? Yeah. She was very cool at first. Well, she is an air conditioner. That's true. How many BTUs? Is that how you judge an innocent Sam. portable air conditioner? That's what people say, BTUs. As if her worth is all wrapped up in how many biothermal units she generates. No, Sam, I didn't mean it like that. I won't tolerate anyone speaking of Wendy in a derogatory manner. You really like this Wendy, don't you, Sam? I do, that's nice. She's solid. Is she? Well put together. Must be a Lennox. She's a York. Ah, York. She's got class. Does she? I can take Wendy anywhere. And you feel proud. She's portable. Right. I can wheel her away on a moment's notice. It's exciting. I like how she rolls. She's spontaneous. And yeah. she has a low noise operating level. Low noise. She's very quiet. And you like that, Sam? Admittedly. Uh-huh. Well, she probably won't be here long. I know. It's too bad for you, Sam. One day, I'll turn around and she'll... She'll be gone. She'll Sam. be gone. Sam, don't cry. Ba -wa -wa -ba -wa -ba -wa -wa Sam. I can take it. Don't cry, Sam. Ba -wa -ba -wa -wa. Sam, play a song. Sam. A 420 song? Yeah. Have you got any clay? Any weed? Fire it up. Come on, Sam, we're working. Why are your eyes so red? <laughs> They're not red. You're not fooling me. <laughs> Sam. Spark it up. No, Sam. Thanks, Clay. Last week we mentioned the Slinky. You know, that spring, that spring, that marvelous thing. Slinky, it's Slinky, for fun is the best of the choice. When we were talking about the word spring, you remember? Yeah. Really? No. You remember? No. And apparently, it is actually a spring. Even if it's less springy than, well, slinky. Here is a slinky hippo. And here is a slinky elephant. So let's reset the balance and make slink our word of the week. Okay. There's old versions of slink. Slinkin', slihan', slinka. In lots of European languages. Interesting. Yeah. They seem to all come from the old German Sleichen. Denseblümchen. And all have to do with crawling around slowly. Sneaking about, or in Swedish, gliding. And in Dutch, shrinking. Oh my god. And I'm happy to report that the proper past tense is indeed... What? Slunk. As in getting slunk as a sailor. We might think of someone who slinks about as likely to be a bit of a snake. But of course, snakes themselves don't slink, they slither. True. And skinks kind of scurry. But with more than 1,500 identified species of skink, more might slink than I think. <laughs> and skunks, for their part, well, they move pretty weird. How? They've got a sort of a stride. We'll step on this! Ah! 
<laughs> but I had trouble thinking of an animal that slinks, besides suspicious men in dark suits anyway. Me. That is, except one that gives birth prematurely, especially with regard to cattle. A cow that bears her young prematurely is said to have slunk her calf. Which raises another question. What? I've long wondered why the muscle on your lower leg is called a calf. I have no idea why. Me neither. I looked it up and the calf on your leg and the baby cow are believed to come from the same Germanic root. But I couldn't sort out a reason. Maybe one of the glisteners can help us out, Clay. I'd love to know. Until next time, back to you. Hey everyone, Zoe here. Take a moment to find a comfortable seated position where you feel relaxed. Feel into the surface beneath you, noting how the earth helps to ground you. Then take a few slow, clearing breaths. Now open your awareness to the natural environment all around you. Spend a few minutes simply observing. Notice what you notice and then get curious. What signs of spring can I see, hear, smell, or feel? Continuing with the curiosity, what energies of spring am I aware of? Is there a sense of new life or new beginnings? Is there an energy of expansion, either within me or in the environment around me. Let the inquiry soften as you close your eyes or lower your gaze and simply breathe. As you breathe in, notice your body expanding. And as you breathe out, notice where you soften. Breathe mindfully like this for one or two more minutes. Then silently express your gratitude you hold for spring. Reconnect with your felt sense of the earth that holds you here and calms you. And when you are ready, begin your day with this grounded, centered calm. May peace be with you, dear glisteners. Till next time, next time, next time, next time. mistakes we have happy accidents hello wake and bake hello glisteners mr left paint here on the treadmill good morning gm to you Oh boy! Oh boy! I'm hunkering. I, I, you know, I'm getting my exercise. I'm doing my burning my calories here. Three miles an hour on the treadmill, 
and I'm gonna what? I'm gonna eat my calories too. Uh, we're gonna make homemade donuts. That's right, donuts. Oh, oh yeah. And then we're gonna paint the donuts at the same time. Cool. Let's get. Let's start off with the what? Uh, the thing here. The uh, what? Yeah, let's get the boiling oil. You gotta boil the oil. Now be careful, guys. Uh, you don't want to end up in the ER. Okay. Always when you're around a hot stove and you're around knives and just. All that kind of stuff, just be careful. For sure. But when it gets to the paintbrush, guys, you can be as careless as you want. I, I would I re recommend to uh, forget all, all, all inhibitions uh, because Why? Uh, it's pretty safe for the most part. Now, again, there is some danger in working with uh, various art mediums, uh. and particularly that you might uh, die from cancer. Oh, my God. Uh, from uh, the powders and cadmiums and so so be careful about that and also don't be breathing that in so uh, if you're doing spray paint okay so we're using oil paints here let's uh, let's make a bunch of little circles here uh for the donuts here let's also try to what get the donuts going here i gotta get to the donuts here hurry up okay so we got some yeast nasty yeah. the, the trick here is we, to get the least yeast infection uh, to bloom okay you gotta bloom that baby and you gotta let it rise rise whoa all right let's put some lukewarm water in in the yeast with some uh, flowers let's put some flour chrysanthemums how about some pepper some cayenne pepper how yeah, how about doing that? Oh, oh yeah. Let's make some K-On, make some some chili Yum. donuts. That's what it is, baby. Wake and bake, baby. That's what we're doing, ch chili donuts here. All right, now let's mix with some lukewarm water in there. Again? You are my son. <clears throat> I am confused. <laughs> okay. uh, we just ran out of time. I don't think I'm going to be able to make the donuts and paint at the same time. Aww. Until next time, Mr. Let's Paint. Bye-bye. I wish my brother George was here. Ever since test pilot Chuck Yeager became the first human to break the sound barrier while flying the experimental Bell X-1 aircraft in 1947, Aeronautical engineers have successfully designed new airplanes to fly faster than the speed of sound, also known as Mach 1. But there's always been one major problem with accelerating an aircraft to these super fast speeds. What? The extremely loud explosion-like noise called a sonic boom, which can be as high as 130 decibels and can be very disturbing to people on the ground. Damn it, I don't have to listen to this. For decades, regulations in the U.S. and around the world have banned such high-speed flights over land Why? because of the damaging effects caused when the aircraft goes supersonic. supersonic. These restrictions are one of the factors that led to the end of the SST Concorde in 2003 and why there aren't any supersonic passenger planes flying around today. But. 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 but NASA is hoping to change that with its new X-59 
quiet supersonic technology aircraft. Quiet, please. Or Quest. Quest. Designed by the Lockheed Martin Advanced Development Programs Division, known as Skunkworks. Pew. 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 And by transforming the boom into a less damaging thump of about 75 decibels to pave the way to a new generation of quieter supersonic airliner. The sleek 100-foot-long, 30-foot-wide aircraft that's powered by a single-jet engine is designed to reach speeds of Mach 1.4 or 925 miles an hour while flying at an altitude of 55,000 feet. NASA plans the first test of the X-59 later this year when it'll fly over several U.S. communities to gather data on human responses. The agency will then hand the information over to regulators. Here. Thank you. With the hope of changing the rules that ban supersonic flight in the next decade and will eventually lead to new faster passenger aircraft that could cut flight time roughly in half. This is George for Wake Science. Good morning, listeners. I'm Evan Funk Davies, and this is Pop Rocks. If it's a pop song that rocks, or a rock song that pops, 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 you'll hear about it on Pop Rocks. Today on Pop Rocks, we're going to pay a visit to the more new wavy end of the Pop Rocks spectrum, courtesy of Shell and the Crush. The Shell in Shell and the Crush was Michelle Kepler, who was born in Ohio in 1958. In the late 60s, her family moved to Arcadia, California, just outside of Los Angeles in the San Gabriel Valley. Right. The distance to Los Angeles is relevant. Why? Because when she recorded the Shell and the Crush EP in 1983, she had been a regular on General Hospital for four years. She portrayed the character Amy Vining, described as a gossipy nurse. She's going to keep it. From 1979 until 2002. It's a little surprising to me, given her history with General Hospital, that there isn't more information online about Shell and the Crush. But then again, that's nothing new here on Pop Rocks. That's for sure. It does seem that her acting career helped to jumpstart her music career, such as it was. The Shell and the Crush EP was released on Curb Records, and the record was co-produced by music industry veteran Dick Monda. Dick Monda. Dick Monda. Dick Monda. Dick Monda, who had a hit in 1971 with the song Chicka Boom, Don't You Just Love It? Oh, oh yeah. Under the name Daddy Dewdrop. Chicka Boom, Chicka Boom, Don't You Just Love It? He also did the music for the Groovy Ghoulies TV show. Welcome to a horrible hall. <laughs> and he's written hundreds of songs, but enough about Dick Monda. Dick. Monda. Dick. Monda. Dick. Monda. This episode of Pop Rocks is supposed to be about Shell and the Crush. Well, as I said, there just isn't a lot of information out there about this record, and the backing musicians are credited anonymously, so that's no help. None whatsoever. What I can tell you is that in addition to her acting career, Shell Kepler also had a successful apparel business in the 90s that reportedly had millions of dollars in sales 
via the Home Shopping Club. And remember, you're getting the stunning calcedine. Uh, there's 100 left. So Sadly, Shell passed away in 2008 from kidney failure at the age of 49. From their lone EP, released in 1983, here are Shell and the Crush with Secrets. It's time for your first shave. Hun, hun, turn off the vacuum. Turn it off, hun. Turn off the Kirby. What's the matter, Don? I'm vacuuming. Sorry, I just thought it was cute. My hind end. Oh, hun, please. Just being playful. There's a time and a place. And when is that time, Don? Uh, soon, hun. Uh-huh. No, no, hun. I heard Gary in his room. Were you monitoring him again? Well, you know the boy needs monitoring. And maybe a little privacy, Don. Oh, no. We all no. need a little. That's where the trouble starts. I don't. Understand. I know, hun. You never do. I don't understand. Carrie's in his room yes. talking about shaving. Well, he seems a little young. He'll probably never shave. He probably won't. Well, I heard him in his room. Play shaving? At least he's simulating a masculine activity. <laughs> Don, you know he's sensitive. But I won't stand for that. Okay, shaving fun, Ken. Gonna give you a nice close shave. Who is it? Gary. Uh, just a second. Open up. I better hide you shaving fun, Ken. Gary. Yes. Gary, what are you doing in here? I'm playing dead. Gary, is that a... Sorry, we just barged in, Gary. It's okay, Mom. Gary, that's a doll. Yeah, I know. Don. Well, the boy's playing with dolls. I borrowed it from Cindy. You shouldn't play with Cindy's toys. She wanted to borrow my football. You need the football, Bobby. Gary, Don. Uh, Gary. My name's Gary. Get it right, Don. Get off, yeah. get off my back. So Cindy's got your football? And I've got shaving fun, kid. Oh, you two've got your wires crossed. It's a whole new world, Don. It's fun, I lather him up. Do we still have the weights in the basement, hon? Well, you certainly haven't used them, Don. I don't want to lift weights. You just want to shave your doll. It is fun. Stop. It does look fun, Gary. Hon. Here, try it, Mom. Oh, I don't know. I forbid you, hon. <laughs> it is fun, Gary. <laughs> I'm a girl and 
by me, that's only great. What's this, Gary? I am proud that my silhouette is curly. I like show tunes, Dad. That I walk with a sweet and girlish Oh, gay. this is flower drum song. With my hips kind that's of swivelly and of this. <coughs> Oh, Don. Mr. Flug lent me that. Who's Mr. Flug? He's the chorus teacher. Oh, Jesus. I like Mr. Flug. I think it's fine that Boys you're... with dolls and girls with footballs. Hello? Is it Flug? Yes, this is Cindy's mother. Oh, really? What's going on? Shut up, Doc. Quiet, Dad. Monday morning, 7.30. All right, goodbye. Who was that? Oh, that was Paula Powers, Pee-wee football coach. A girl's Pee-wee football... No, Dad. She coaches the boys' team. What do you say? She wants Cindy to play for the boys' team. She's really good, Dad. No. Okay. I myself can't Hi, Clay. It's Connie Clinkofish in the chopper for weight traffic. And I'm Rex Rademacher on the cold, hard ground. I'm Lawman Dick Dougherty. Hi, Dicky. Could we not have the Zedugani flirtation? <laughs> oh, Rex, you're just jealous. I suppose you're right. It's me she wants, Rademacher. Rex doesn't like when we flirt, Dinky. It's just a minister reservation. Well, I hope it's not for tonight. I wish we were more professional. Well, it is for tonight. Well, I'm unavailable. A little decorum. Unavailable? I've made other plans. After all, the... What kind of plans? Well, I'm going to meet a, a friend. The public depends Who's on... Who's his friend, Connie? Well, you don't know him, Dinky. Honor accuracy and integrity. Shut up, Rademacher. Keep it down, Rex. But, uh, Connie, I forbid you. There's no ring. I forbid you too, Connie. Even Rademacher forbids you. On my finger. There's got no ring, Dougherty. But we're going steady. A woman reaches a certain... She wants to get married. Oh, Jesus. Point in her life where... Who's this gentleman, friend? Some creep she's hooking up with. David is a fine man. David? Who's David? He's a chiropractor. Real hands-on. That's a hands-on professional. Is it ever? Get their knees right on your... Get their knee right on her back. Then they manipulate you. Manipulators. Dirty manipulators. Got a cute little sports car. I've got intelligence. I've got muscles. If I could just put you both together. You'd have the perfect... Perfect man. That's David. That's David. David's going down. Going down. Sometimes it feels like we're all going down. Down for the count. We're down and out. And discouraged. Heads hung low and worried until the day we're buried. And covered up with dirt. Hearts no longer beating. Now we can't be hurt. Our lives have been the main course. Now it's time for our dessert. Cakes and candies, pudding, and coconut cream pie, fine soaps from France and Spain, not our soaps made of lies, so when at last we're resting and our last visions have been seen, when they lay us deep down under, then at least we will be clean. You know how fast you were going? Not really, officer, no. Four miles? Just four miles over the speed limit. Just four miles over? Quiet, speeder. I'm just saying. What's your name, boy? David. David, huh? Yes. So you ain't a chiropractor, are you? Yes. Are you having some skeletal issues? Oh. Now you got the skeletal issues. Eh, eh. 
you've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.